once again back once again back once again back once again back once again with a Hey, I'm Scott. Welcome to the Wisdom in All Things podcast, where each episode is an attempt to help you quickly understand and apply wisdom in all things, mind, body, and soul. In this episode, I'm asking the question, how did we get the Bible? Ivan Mesa says, whether it's answering the questions of a young, inquisitive mind, skeptical classmate, or hostile stranger, sooner or later, we're all forced to reckon with how we got the Bible, how its books were chosen, and whether we can trust it today. Do you know how we got the Bible? Would you be able to articulate an answer to that question? I find this such an intriguing and fundamental question, especially with respect to how our journey toward exercising wisdom in all things is considered. My answer or response to this question would be to answer with another question. Apart from supernatural intervention, how could so many authors over such a long period of time, having written in various locations and in different languages, produce a collection of writings with such unity? Tim Chaffee says the Bible was written over a period of roughly 2,000 years by 40 different authors from three continents who wrote in three different languages. Of course, it'll be difficult to do this question justice in just a single post, but I want to set the table, so to speak. How we got the Bible is replete with miraculous moments of the Holy Spirit. Taking a look is not just a history lesson, it's inspiring. Having the understanding of how God captured what we hold in our hands today energizes our investment in studying and applying it so that we're not only ready to handle inquiries, but that our confidence in its authority will radiate throughout the leadership of our families, churches, and communities. We don't want to be this guy. Dr. Timothy Paul Jones describes him this way, If someone lacks awareness of the history of the canon, they also provide an open window for unbelief. In today's culture, at least a basic knowledge of canon formation has become essential for anyone whose worldview is based on the scriptures. Without this knowledge, Christians are incapable of defending with clarity and conviction what we believe about the scriptures. I referenced the article where Dr. Timothy Paul Jones is interviewed about his new resource called How We Got the Bible. And this resource may be the kickstart you need to lay the foundation for understanding the miraculous work around the origin of the Bible, and maybe the impetus to satisfying any lingering questions or doubt you may have about its authority. While this is one of many resources that you could consider, the question of being confident in the Bible's authority and origin is crucial when we consider applying wisdom in all things. I've highlighted several questions, quotes, and references to help us start poking at it. Here's two questions. One, a question posed to Dr. Jones in this article would be an interesting place to start our pondering. It's, what's so special about the Bible? And the second has to do with shoring up our understanding of its origin. Are there gaps in our understanding? Is there a recent question that you've been asking? Is there a question haunting you, undermining the confidence that you have in the scriptures? Here's a couple of quotes to stir the mind a little. Sir Isaac Newton says, We account the scriptures of God to be the most sublime philosophy. I find more sure marks of authenticity in the Bible than in any profane history whatsoever. Voltaire said that within 100 years of his time, Christianity would be swept away from existence and pass into the obscurity of history. Yet, 50 years after his death, the Geneva Bible Society used his house and printing press to produce stacks of Bibles. President George Washington said it is impossible to rightly govern the world without God in the Bible. And from one of the greatest living authorities on ancient history, Professor Edward Meyer from the University of Berlin, says there is no ground at all for refusing to accept these oldest traditions as historically trustworthy in all essentials and in their chronological ordering of history. And lastly, evangelist D.L. Moody puts it pretty succinctly. The Bible will keep you from sin, or sin will keep you from the Bible. 
And lastly, there are some sermons and articles that I list in the article itself, so you'll want to stop by wisdominallthings.com to check those out. When we think of growing in wisdom, it naturally assumes a greater trust in God, which comes from a deeper understanding and application of the Bible. And having a firm grip on how God's Word came to be will give us the confidence to say in the words of the old hymn, to trust Him more. Go to wisdominallthings.com to listen to other episodes and to get signed up so we can do this through email if that's what you want to do. You pick. I'll send you the wisdom for free. Go to wisdominallthings.com.